All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. Big win for the Oilers and a big win for the nation, right? Big right. win for free play. Big win for free play as well. Milestone We're going to celebration for the nation. There you go. That's a better way to put it. If only we would have prepared how we were going to start the show. Let's get into the lead. We raised some money for free play. We had a good time with a bunch of nation citizens. Great time. And the Oilers came through and won the hockey game. That is uh, one, two, three. That's pretty big right there. That's uh, three big things. Yep. Show's over. I had a great betting day, too. Did you? Oh, yeah. I I did also because they covered the puck line for me by the end. And McDavid scored that goal late. So I did pretty well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. McDavid to score over six and a half for this money line was a very Mm -hmm. juicy and nice bet. Yeah. It was something. I am. I thought I'd bet McDavid two plus points, and then I realized I bet Dry Saddle two plus points. Still worked. But I was swaying it out until he got a power play goal at the end, uh, assist. But then I realized I was his third assist, so it was a very unnecessary <laughs> sweat the whole time. But it was a great. <laughs> that's why I was going to have a few shuttles in the game. That stress yeah. is yeah. that's life right there. Yeah, that's living. Uh, that was just an excellent day, all in all. Before we get into like the win and everything that kind of went along with it. Uh, what a great time we had out at the pint for the nation's 15th birthday bash. Um, the crew that was there was awesome. The pint was great. Our friends at Free Play for Kids moving uh, raffle tickets and doing everything they did was awesome. And yes, the pictures and the content like this one. 
and the ice luge and all <laughs> my that. My favorite one of the truck is the one that photoshopped the uh, uh, chicken parmesan <laughs> uh, in there. That was the one I got the most lulls from. Yeah, that was good. And uh, just some pictures from the day from, well, it turned into an evening and a night as these things usually do. Our friends from Germany had an awesome time as well. That ice luge was one of the uh, show stoppers. One of the things that stole the show. Show, yeah. Show makers. Show makers. Yeah. Uh, just really cool. Coombsy and Zach behind the bar pouring up shots for the entire game. Just everything went so well from the execution of the event to the way the Oilers played. to like not just them getting a win, but the style in which they got the win as well. Very, very good. Um, good times were had by all. Yeah. And there was a weird fight, too, in that game, which was fun. I was no, 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 no. No, it was well. There was going to be no fight that night. It was all positive, good vibes, good people, good times. So, yeah, I don't know. It was a great event. Uh, the team did a good job putting it on. Free play did a really good job uh, supporting us in that. And then all of our sponsors that donated prizes that uh, mm-hmm. allowed us to raise a few extra bucks with raffle ticket sales is, was phenomenal. So, yeah. Give me one second here. Uh, I know we're having some mic issues behind the scenes here. So, just we're looking to get that sorted out. Are I we think- live? Yeah, we're nice. good now. There you go, everybody. We jiggled the cords and we're back. We're ready to go. Uh, did, the party. Did you hear what I said? I think so. They, oh, got, right. they got it all in right. some way. It was a great mind. time. That, there. That's a great time. Done. Great and people. Great time. Can't wait to have more events down the stretch here. Um, down the stretch here as the Oilers hopefully make a big push through the playoffs. And uh, that push kind of started with a big win. So let's get into that divisional dub over the Seattle Kraken, a nice road victory for the Edmonton Oilers are three big things for the hockey game. As always brought to you by our friends at AMA travel. They can help you with your summer vacation, whether you're staying close or traveling abroad, AMA travel really does it all. If you need a hotel room in Drumheller, or if you need help getting flights on an all-inclusive to Mexico, like they have everything on that. Or site. if you're a group of Germans that want to come to Edmonton, <laughs> AMA that travel. Well. And uh, the Germans, they show up. Oh, Oilers rattle geez. off three straight wins. Oh Looking for a fourth tonight. They will the not Sharks. stop, though. If they are having the trip of their lives from meeting Leon Dreisaitl, yeah. Devon Shore, and then getting to hang out with Devon Shore even more, to then having the Grey Cup show up at the Pines. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was wild. <laughs> which was so random. But like, of course it does. Like, <laughs> I've never, like, I've never been in the same room as the Grey Cup. Of course, because I'm with the Germans, the Grey Cup waltzes yeah. in. That was fun. So funny. That was crazy. Uh, our first big thing from that hockey game, Evander Kane. All the guy does is score hat tricks. Our guy Gavin pulled up the number that he averages. I think this is in his Oilers career. He averages a hat trick every 9.5 games uh, based on this tweet from the Oilers. It's crazy. He's up to 13 now on the season. We were all banking on a Connor McDavid hat trick. We did not get our wish there, but we did get a Hattie. Evander Kane turned it on, and that's a guy who we talked about on the last couple of shows is someone who we really want to see start to find his groove and a guy who it's important that he finds that groove ahead of the playoffs. Yeah. He had his legs going coming back from injury, which was great. Now like the hands are kind of keeping up, which is good, especially, you know, coming back from that injury. But you know, that one goal was such a great shot. Like that to me was like so important to see the fact, you know, that he, he can still zip the puck, which was some concern, right? So, yeah, no, he came in and he just dominated Seattle. And we needed that. We bet on a hat trick. We should have just bet on a hat trick. Hat trick. I do not regret betting on a Connor McDavid hat trick because we wanted to manifest that on our 15th birthday, him hitting 60. I will never regret that. I'm probably going to bet we get two goals tonight. 
and two goals. And if he scores tonight, one goal the next night, I'm just going to keep betting my way to 60. That's fair. And I have zero regrets. And anyone who rode with us, I don't think you're sorry or we're sorry. I think everyone who was, was everyone was that rode it. on that was yeah. just like high five. Like, let's go. Let's go. The screenshots are coming in. So it was, it was you know, it was good. It was good. We are uh, live on the Nation Network YouTube. Jeremy Zinn says he bet on Kane to score oh. the first goal. Tyler Mulek. Oh, for, oh you. That's really well juicy. Well, well done. done. Well done. Uh, Tyler Mulek just called it straight up a goal scorer's goal. Um, and that's 100% what it is. Uh, what it was. That's what they need from Kane down the stretch here. He's up to 13 goals in 29 games. Earlier today on Daily Faceoff Live, I was talking with Stephen Ellis how the Oilers have four 30 goal scores. First time in over 30 years they've done it. And they very well could have five if Evander Kane would have stayed healthy for this season oh, as easily. well. Because he's clearly on pace for that. So uh, you see here, McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent, Hyman have all hit the 30 goal mark. Now, this team... And part of it is just Hyman and Nuge having really, really good years. But this team feels a lot deeper than they did in the past. And right here, the the graphic you're looking at backs that up. Yeah, definitely. And just one other thing on the Germans, Tyler, I wanted okay. to add. They went to the Edmonton Oil Kings game on Friday and they won. The Edmonton is, Oil uh, Kings have nine wins this season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to throw another piece out there. but That might be the most impressive feat of all of all them. All of it. Yeah, it's amazing. That's but good. yeah, on the, on the Oilers' depth, like Warren Fogel has one goal in his last 10 games and it feels like he's been absolutely buzzing just to kind of show like where the players Even are when guys right aren't now. scoring, they're making an impact yeah. and like a noticeable impact. Clem Costing got in the, the fight the other day, if we want to call it that. They basically spent around just got for dizzy. a I was getting dizzy yeah. watching it. Yeah. Yamamoto is, I think he has four goals in his last nine games or something He scored like last that game too. too. Yeah. Starting to get a little bit of that finishing it. touch. Score and Ryan have been, uh, have been coming around and Bukestad's been a great addition too. And Yamark only scores against his old teams, but luckily a lot of them are in the Western Conference. So he's been contributing too. It's just... It's great. And now you look into the postseason, it's like, I'd put this 12 against any other 12 in the NHL right now, to be honest. I think at the moment, they are just all buzzing in different ways. And he's very positive. And the other's got a good goaltender at the moment, just the one. Hopefully, they'll get another good goaltender tonight. <laughs> and the, the, the six defensemen, they keep Philip, Philip Broberg out of the lineup, who probably deserves to be playing more. So mm-hmm. overall, this team is just in a, in a very positive light at the moment. Getting, getting, warming up at the right time, you know, mm. which is what you want to see. And yeah, you talked about putting that top 12 up against any top 12 in the league. It's without a doubt the best in the Western Conference. I mean, the fact that they lead the NHL in goals per game says what it says, but, um, in the West, like there's just no one close. Like I'm looking at Vegas right now and there's a lot of kind of no name guys sprinkled in throughout that lineup, you know, Pavel Dorofeyev. Never even heard of them. That guy's playing in their top nine. The LA Kings do look like a pretty deep Kings are good. top nine. I'd like um, to avoid them in the first round if, uh, if possible. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the, the Kings look deep, but again, they don't have the high end that the Oilers have, even though they do have no one some has really the high end. end. Exactly. It's... And that's why I think they're just a, there's a gap between them and the rest of the Western Conference because even the teams... If you can match their high end, like Dallas, I think, gets close. Robertson and Hints have looked really, really good. That's a really good duo. Colorado has Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, maybe a healthy Gabe Landeskog in the playoffs. But the depth falls off for Dallas. And the depth isn't there the way it has been in the past for the Colorado Avalanche either. So, again, the Oilers are just that forward group. And we'll see if, if come playoff time they can keep outscoring 
maybe their deficiencies. I won't call them problems because I don't think goaltending is a problem with Stuart Skinner. I don't think the blue line is going to be a problem with the addition of Matias Ekholm, but they're definitely areas where like they're not as strong as some other teams in the conference. But is that gap in the offense enough to push them through? Um, probably a bit of a conversation, I guess, for another day. But our first big thing from that game, we got a little sidetracked. Evander Kane with the big hat trick. Yamamoto picks up a nice depth goal as well. Uh, the shot clock is my second big thing from that hockey game. Stuart Skinner had to face 37 shots. At five on five, the Oilers only mustered up 18 shots in that hockey game. Brett Kulak had the team high with four shots on goal. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. On one hand, if we want to go glass half full, the Oilers made the most of their opportunities. And this game was a perfect example of why I would love to play the Seattle Kraken in round one of the playoffs. On the other hand, you had a chance to, you know, keep your string of really good five on five games going. And you kind of did it. Not that Seattle dominated for long stretches of that hockey game, but Edmonton didn't dominate. And there, I did there was a that. lot of, you know, controlled time in our zone mm-hmm. uh, by Seattle. But once again, on the half full, the delicious half full glass of Kool-Aid, Skinner kept us in. Makes right. So like make some stops you need to. And then we just capitalized on the few chances that we had because we are that high end team. So, you know, it wasn't our best game, but like, that's what like if 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 you're buzzing and you're a good team, not every game is going to be executed perfectly. Like Dallas was executed really well. Like we we smothered and limited their chances, uh, and we you know converted when we had great and created a lot of good chances. Yeah. And we, and so that was against a really good team in Dallas. Seattle not as good, but still like we bent, but we didn't break, and I'm okay with that because not every game is going to be perfect. I like to see signs that we can shut down a team. And I like to see sometimes if we get a little loose, we still outscore our mistakes. Yep. Yeah. It's good to see them just win in different ways. Mm-hmm. That's it's not boring. In the playoffs, it's not always going to be just like, oh, you got to shut them down every night. Sometimes you just got to run and gun. Or you're going to get 
you're going to need your goalie to step up. Conventional wisdom in the NHL has always been when it comes to the playoffs, you win three, two and a hot power, a hot power play may be excluded, but you're never going to be able to outscore your problems throughout a playoff. That's run. not the Oilers brand, but that's not we the Oilers. Did, we did that all the way to the Western conference finals last year. <laughs> and that's, that's exactly the point I was making. You look at those wins against the Calgary flames, like five, three, then there was the one, four, one game, but five, three, five, three, five, four, in overtime games where they were behind and had to rely on their offense coming back and against two teams in LA and Calgary that throughout the season were like good defensively and pretty you know, decent ish between the pipes. At least Calgary had a, got a really strong season from Jacob Markstrom, but the Oilers showed last year and they've shown it stretches this year that they can dial it in and lock it down. Look at the six periods of hockey. They played against the Boston Bruins this year. Yeah. The Oilers played great defensively, great at five on five through all six of those periods. So I really do think just like last year's Oilers team in big games, two nothing in game seven against the LA Kings, a four two win in game six against the LA Kings, which had an empty netter, right? And that was a three two hockey game for the most part with a big goal late. You had to play it tight. I think this team does have those same characteristics as last year's team. And the addition of Ekholm only makes them that much more able to play in those styles of hockey games. So I think they are a team that can outscore the problems if they need to, but can also crank it up if necessary. Uh, that was our second big thing. Just the shot clock, a little ugly at five on five. The third thing, and this is one of the big things I'm watching down the stretch here, the penalty kill under Jay Woodcroft has shown at times since he's been their head coach that they can get good, not, not great. They can get good for like a three, four week stretch. I would love that three, four week stretch to kind of start right now and carry through round one of the playoffs. And they've killed off five straight penalties. So I just wanted to give a hat tip to the penalty kill, which is maybe starting to move in the right direction. Eh? Well, and we're just a shorthanded scoring threat, especially now that we use 97 more on the, on the PK. The penalty kill is, like you said, it's just so inconsistent. They they've done this a few times now this season where it's like, Oh, the PK looks great. And then they go and allow four or five against LA. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's great again for six more games. And it's just, I think that's just what it's going to be. But yeah, hopefully it can just be relatively good in the <laughs> yeah. playoffs. Just good. Okay. At best. A little pack. As long as it's not killing you. That's really all you can ask from this Oilers team. And tonight, hopefully they can keep it going because they're playing a Sharks team who are 22nd in the NHL in power play percentage in the last 20 days since the beginning of March. And Both- they are coming in loose. Sharks? You think they give a shit about their season? <laughs> nope. They care about getting they Eric want Carlson points. points. They want to chase money. Yeah, and get Carlson 100. And we also have to be weary of Eric Carlson revenge game as well. Yeah, I thought it'd be big. It is. It is an Eric Carlson revenge mm-hmm. game tonight. Uh, that is our look back at last game. The three big things brought to you by AMA travel here on Oilers nation every day, as always coming to you live from the sports closet studio. Check them out. Sportscloset.ca. Uh, the sharks in town tonight as Edmonton looks to keep their good little run on home ice going as well. It's been a couple of really, really nice performances for the Oilers at Rogers place. The Germans, uh, man. It, yeah, it is the German bump and they will be in attendance again tonight. So you have that going for you. Uh, Tony Brart from Oilers TV had the projected lines from the skate today. So we can start off with that. McDavid, Kane and Hyman on the top line. Rye, Dry and Kai is your second line. Bukestad, Yanmark and Warren Fogle. And then Shore, Costin and Derek Ryan is the fourth line. So it seems like Ryan McLeod still not quite ready to go um, for this one. They have him sitting out. I would imagine if he was healthy, there would just be a quick swap for him in shore. But this lineup won you a game last time out. I think it's smart to kind of keep that top 12 together. 
Yeah, like why not? why not? I think it's 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 rolling. Like that fourth line is is good. The third line is good. First two lines are you know okay. Yep. So I think we're okay. This feels like with Shore swapped out for McLeod. If everyone's healthy, knock on wood, this would be their game one of the playoffs lineup. If they go twelve and six with a healthy McLeod swapped in for Shore, boom. Yep. And I'd really like this setup. I think Bukestad, Fogel, and Yanmark have all been moving their feet really well. I think yeah. they're fine. Yanmark to too as of late. Yeah, he's been good. Mm. He's effective. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm worried about Broberg. I just wonder what he's doing here at the well, moment. Well, this is two years ago. We had this with Bruce Bouchard. He was like up the whole season and played mm-hmm. like twice. Yeah, that's yeah true. that was pandemic, though, right? Because they didn't want to have to send him down across the border. Well, they should have sent him was, down to play. He wasn't playing up. There. Yeah, he wasn't. And the whole thing is like, well, he's NHL ready. Like, then mm-hmm. sending him down isn't going to help his development. I'm like, well, okay. Yeah, that's a good point. I right? would just like to see him play more, especially against these weaker teams. But yeah. you look at it and it's like, well, who deserves to come out? It's a good issue to have. So. It is a fantastic issue to have. Uh, Ryan Rashog reported that uh, DeHarnay and Woodcraft, Woodcroft, Craft, Woodcraft had a quick one-on-one chat towards the end of practice. So Rashog said, maybe even though the practice lines didn't dictate it, maybe DeHarnay could be the odd man out tonight, which again, I would be a fan of. I think at some point you need to see kind of what Broberg or Kulak can do on their offside. And tonight against the San Jose team that since the beginning of the month is only averaging 2.22 goals scored per game. Today's a game you or, can do it. Or I could tell you what they likely talked about, maybe, hmm? is so Vinny comes in, right? Yeah. And we, Vinny, we winnie. Right? Tyler? Yeah. And with Vin in, we win. Yes. And he comes in and just plays a real simple game and brings some nastiness, right? And we love it. Yep. And then that lasted seven, eight games. And now what I'm noticing with Vinny is he does bring those elements, but sometimes he's trying to force something that he probably shouldn't like a long stretch pass or that might do just go back to the, like the, like his, like some turnovers and some mistakes are happening. Cause you know, he's trying to yeah. maybe do too much. Like, dude, like don't, you know, Darnell nurse yourself right now. And just like, just get too well, but like, but yeah, get yeah. too many, like force it, man. Like, dude, those first seven games, if that is the Vinny DRNA we get mint. So like, don't like just, yeah, just, you know, you're doing good, bud. You I got think- you. I think that's a maybe a comment on just how you feel getting into the league where your first seven games, you're just trying to survive, right? Yeah. You're like, I don't want to get taken out of the lineup. I just want to stay, do whatever it takes to make the simple play and get off the ice. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, you're comfortable. You know, your spot in the lineup is maybe a little bit yep. safer than it was a month and a half ago. If you're Vinny DeHarnay and you go, okay, I'm going to start making a stretch. Yeah, I'm going pass. junior offense mode. Yeah, I do not do that. <laughs> I'm starting to feel myself a little bit. And, uh, this is maybe the result of it because we've been noticing that for a bit, Liam, on the show. Is there have been yeah. some rough games for Vinny? Yeah, but that's fine. Like but he's, not, he's, 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 he's learning his game. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Like it's all good, dude. Like you're, that tells he's feeling comfortable. But like, man, like just this is this is where you're just an absolute Viking. Stay in that lane. Yeah, and like everything's gonna be like you're gonna have nothing but success. Yep. And like I cheer. I'm a big Vinny guy, so I, like I'm, I'm I'm hoping you know. The other uh, coach, Jay, even though I shouldn't have a coach uh, before my name, uh, is having that similar conversation with him. Yeah. Uh, a lot of talk in the chat about some other injury stuff. Yeah. McLeod did skate and Dylan Holloway is starting to skate. He's in town as well. Yeah. He's in town and it's. But sound- is he still in Bakersfield? Because he's hurt? Yeah. He's on the IR. He's on yeah, okay, okay. the HL IR. So he's starting to skate up here. So a chance that maybe Dylan Holloway works his way back more the Condors and speed. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see Dylan Holloway in the playoffs. Are we Kucherofing Dylan Holloway? Is that what's happening? 
I believe so. Yeah. Finally, we could at least we could draw someone. I was craving one Kutra. The guy on an ELC. Yeah, you got your wish. Well, uh, what do we? We have three dollars in cap space. So yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter what contract he's on. Yeah, we Kutra off Holloway. Uh, Davin says Vinny is a playoff player. I can tell, and yeah, you want yeah, that bit agreed. of a mean streak. I feel the same way about a clean Costin. You know, a guy who I think when it's a big game and he knows he needs to be a source of energy, he will go out of his way to, or maybe not. That's maybe a bad way to put it. He will make sure he finishes every check that is presented in front of him. Yeah, he'll just yeah. he'll make sure that like the physicality is the focus. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him score. It's been a while. I'd even see him score a goal. Yeah, me too. He still does lead the team in shooting percentage, uh, by the way. So when he gets his looks, he yeah. is scoring on 22.2% of them. Cool. But you're right. Two points in his last five. No goals in that span. Last time he found the back of the net was uh, the game in Edmonton against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And that was a beauty. The one he finished off on oh, kind of the yeah. pass oh, and yeah. cut to the middle. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Maybe some offense from Clem Costin tonight. Picked up a fighting major last game, which I think is his one, two, three, fourth of the season. That was an ice dancing major. Yeah, that was <laughs> barely a fiver, but hockey <laughs> fights Dan will take that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like someone yelled ho down and just a square dance broke out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jack Campbell going to get the start tonight. That is the biggest story that came out of the Oilers skate today. Uh, Looking for his first victory since February 11th. The last run for our boy Jack Campbell has not been that good. Four goals against against Detroit on the 15th. Four goals against the Rangers. Six goals against Colorado. Four goals against the Blue Jackets. Six goals against the Jets. But he only got tagged for a loss a regulation loss in one of them. It was three OT losses. Record still sound. Yeah. Like it's yeah. crazy. His record on the year is 17, nine and four. And he is a three fifty seven goals against average. Uh, you know, this is the game. Like, like we've been riding Skinner and we've been racking up W's, which is exactly what we needed to do mm-hmm. because everyone above us is racking up W's. So I think this is a great game to put him in because it's San Jose. Who's just coming in for, Going through the motions, hopefully. Uh, so this is a great game and opportunity to get Jack Campbell back. And also Jack Campbell's had some time to kind of reset, you know, give a little reset coming into this. And so he's been that, off for 16 days. Yeah. And so now I'm like shamelessly trying to reverse jinx this, but like we're due for a shutout. So I'll not be shocked if Jack Campbell goes shutout, 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 shutout tonight. My uh, my boy Dylan sent me one of his bets for tonight, and he is parlaying McDavid to score, Oiler shutout, oh, fifteen to one. Ooh, oh wow! It feels like the McDavid goal brings it down. Like was, wow. if, yeah, yeah, you're right. And McDavid is minus one fifty to score tonight. Ugh. Most books have Connor McDavid's over under at two and a half points this evening. Like I've like, never seen that before. The line on this game is gross. Like to to chase. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to get out of the decimals um, for a second to chase plus money. You got to go minus two and a half. It's crazy. Yeah, Oilers did. big time favorites going with Jack Campbell between the pipes. Uh, for people who are following on my Twitter yesterday, I did find a water bottle that fits the clip. By the way, I know Lance was the one who told me and explained what this was. Got it as a free giveaway. Couldn't. Figure oh, out I had a funny. Oh, geez, I was gonna reply. I'm trying to remember what it was. At least I laughed. At Probably the same joke that 20 other people commented <laughs> on that tweet. Anyways. What's that? Not built for radio. Yeah, uh, yeah. It I was not, that uh, was, uh, no, mine was mine was not in that genre. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day here on Oilers Nation Everyday. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford and their Ford mobile service feature, which is awesome. All of their service stuff is fantastic. 50 plus 51 service base to be exact and precise. If you want to find out more description in today's episode, check them out shortford.ca. Free valet service does not get any better. Take it. I use it every time and I swear by it. All right. Couple questions for you guys. Connor McDavid, if he wants to hit 70 goals, needs 12 goals in 12 games down the stretch. Percent chance he does it. 45. Oh, Liam. Yeah, I was going to say 40. Yeah, I think that's, I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go a hair higher. I'm actually going to say 60 because yeah. I think he has a three point effort in him somewhere. Just like if he, if he does another five, like two goal, like five, two goal game run, like forget about yeah. it. But the fact that you have San Jose, Arizona, he Arizona before the end of this month, he wants it. So that bad. right there should be all right. I'll say hundred percent. Well, I knew, I knew eventually you'd get to the hundred percent mark, but he's even shown that he can torch good teams. Like just nothing matters anymore. I think he wants it. Yeah. Like he's, he's taking empty netters, thankfully for puck yeah. line too, for me, but, uh, that is a good point. Like if there's tight games, you know, he's not passing up. Empty he used to be disgusted by empty nets. Yeah. He would go out of his way to like, he would rather not even get the goal. There's, uh, there's some big games too, like Vegas and LA in there. So yeah. maybe he'll steps up as just goes Connor McDavid beast mode, oh, man. which is crazy. It's he's got to do it. it just, he just got to do it just because <laughs> he's got to one up that guy out East. Connor McDavid tied for sixth in empty net goals this season. Yeah. He got, Who's hey, first? Look at Ovi. Like Ovi that, like Ovi's second. built. Well, yeah, of course. Like Ovi, because he wants to score. Like Ovi chases every opportunity. Yep. Do you remember that year Drysaddle scored 50 and not one was an empty net? That's yeah. impressive. That was, that was very good. I think that one before that was Hull. I think when he scored like 70 something. Not one was an empty net. Not one well, was an empty net. Break it at 100 that year. Uh, Jake Gensel leads the NHL, by the way, with seven empty net goals in, the, in the salary cap era. Alex Ovechkin leads the NHL in empty netters with 54. Second place only has 33. Who's second? <laughs> Eric Stahl also has oh, 33. Oh. Uh, the most empty netters in that span scored in one season. Oh, I just lost it. I went to go uh, hit we'll refresh on the stat sheet and now it's gone and refreshing. I got to hit it again and wait for the top numbers. Yeah, it's OV with nine, I think is, uh, is the mark for the most empty netters scored in one season. And he did it. Last year, Connor McDavid last year had seven, which would be the second most in a season. Like, how many did Gretzky have in his 50 and 39? You know, it wasn't his 50th on empty netter. I can't Google that. I think it was. I'm going to try Google that fast. Look how you say Google. You're not even Googling it. I'm on NHL.com. I don't know if they kept track of that back in the day because I don't see any, uh, any numbers. So, my apologies on that. Anyways, you're right. Connor McDavid is uh, willing to finish off uh, those empty net chances. Would love to see him get 70. Mm. Uh, The Oilers have 430 goal scorers, but they do not have another 20 goal guy. Evander Kane is at 13. Can he get seven in his final 12 and give the Oilers a fifth 20 goal scorer? You have to imagine there's two hat tricks in there. (laughs) Well, definitely one if it's nine and a half. So one for sure. He's due for one more. So you take that game out of there. The Hattie's a lock. That means he will need four in his final so, 11. So wait a minute. What does a Kane Hattie play pay? Tonight? Revenge what, game. No, I'm just, I'm like, let's, revenge. Yes. Oh, oh, big time revenge yeah. game. Let's talk about like <laughs> the math here. If it's every nine and a half games and it pays X, you need and it to you be bet it plus every, 850. Well, it's got to be. 
for three goals, it better be. It better be plus 2,000. Someone out there do the challenge. Bet Evander Kane Hattie every game from now to the end of the year. It's 28 to 1. Oh, well then. But I think maybe you skip tonight because he just did it. Or do you? Oh, I don't know. Good point. Hey, do you bet? Mm. If, if it's been a run of black, do you immediately bet red or do you yes. ride the wave? I'm the guy who ah. stare. When I play roulette, I stare at the board. And I just, I go opposite whatever the board was. I find those runs. It makes no sense. Nope. At some point, you will lose all your money playing roulette. Yep. But that's just the way I do it. But please bet responsibly. Please do. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, like if you've got 12 games, well, in the next 10 games, like that, that we might have just found an edge, as I like to say. We may have. Uh, we mentioned revenge game for Evander Kane. We joked earlier, revenge game for Eric Carlson. He told the assembled media today. As they asked him about the rumors that he could have potentially came to Edmonton, he said, I read the same things as everybody else. I didn't hear much different. I was never approached, uh, which is kind of what we suspected all along. But Eric Carlson will make his return to Rogers Place for the first time since the trade rumors. It's going to be emotional. <laughs> do they do a video? They should. That'd be fun. That would <laughs> actually tweet. be so funny. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, ladies, like, what would his reaction be on the bench? Because, like, I, I watch when I'm at the games, like, the players look up there quite a bit. They're not exactly, like, dialed in and just, like, thinking about the next play. Well, new, one of Nuge's nicknames is uh, because of the name of the, like, Nugent digital Hoofkins, horse race. Yeah. yeah. It'd be the funniest bit if they did that. That one for his <laughs> first time awesome. since the trade rumors. <laughs> Rogers Place, welcome Eric Carlson back. And they played like the welcome home music and he stands up and gives it a wave. Oh, that'd be funny. Uh, yeah, let's get into our bets for today. Here are some stats. Jack Campbell starting. We know he, uh, he gives up quite a bit of offense. The Oilers since March 1st are averaging 8.11 total goals per game. The San Jose Sharks are 31st in the league in goals for per at 2.22, but their total since March 1 is even 7. The over is hitting tonight. But the over-over? You think it's going like over-over? Well, I don't know if asking. My bet, I think it's a lock. We're getting at least 7 tonight when you look at the way these two teams have played in the last 20 days. Give me the Oilers' money line. Give me over 6.5. Give me a Connor McDavid goal at a really, really nice plus 200. We smoked it in Seattle, didn't we? I love, I love this bet. I think this is a great spot tonight. I'm hedging it a little by Why don't just you go taking Connor two goals. A little sprinkle. Does Betway have that? Yep, they should. Like in the parlay? In the parlay. Whoa. Gotta go chase it. But it's what there. did you take tonight? Because you're going a little off the board. Me? Uh, plus 550 is the I'm money line over six. So on brand, it's not even funny. <laughs> Yeah, little, but off the board in terms effect. of the style of bets we usually do. Well, I've been waiting for this one to appear. <laughs> and they got it. Liam's up, though. Next. Oh, sorry, Liam. Oh, uh, Oilers to win, dry saddle, two plus points. Just because it's plus money and McDavid's wasn't. So that That's insanity. That it's Connor also Mc- a fun one here. McDavid and dry both to score is plus 220. That's tempting if they pop home a bunch. Didn't they score seven last time they played the Sharks? Yeah, when mm-hmm. we were in Vegas. Yeah. That was 7-1. Campbell yeah. almost had that shutout. Campbell almost had the shutout, and it went over six and a half goals. So even if... I th- We've seen a trend. It went over Ye- seven and a half goals. Yeah. Yesterday in the NHL, there were three teams that oh, scored seven goals, goals themselves. Yes. I think the Oilers could do that tonight. I think, yeah, I think easily. It's... Uh, 
It's a home. I think they're feeling it at home, which is great. Yeah. Germans in the building, so there's gonna be lots of goals. But finally, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting to bet on Be- Eckholm. The only thing we could find was block shots on <laughs> Saturday, and he didn't hit it. <laughs> you got one. Yep. Eckholm goal six to one. Let's go, baby. That'll dig me right out of the hole I'm in. If Eckholm scores tonight, you are in plus money on, yeah, on the year. The system works. Or patience. Since- Patience. You're going to be five and 13 and Doesn't up matter. one and a half units. <laughs> like and I'll Jack love Campbell's it. record, like yeah. 700 goals against average <laughs> 17 and nine record. It all checks out. Yep. All right. And Liam looking to climb a little closer to zero. There's our game day. Big bets brought to you by Betway 19 plus please play responsibly. Why did that move so weird? Anyways, so many good ones that I haven't seen before. Connor McDavid to score. And an assist is plus one on five. Not bad. What about Connor and Eric Carlson to score? The revenge games are, are real. He uh, he doesn't score that much. Though. That's his thing, right? Like he's an what about guy. Connor and and Carlson two plus points each? Hold on, I'm still trying to find. I wonder if they pack. Sometimes they'll package them up together. What if Oilers win over six and a half? Connor and Carlson over two points. <laughs> You you're getting a little. It? You're getting a little too far. But down if you can find it for me, but if you can find it, that way sometimes in the pre builds they like to, to mess with you a little bit. I can't find it. I did the. Uh, there was one with Betway just because I thought Robertson was going to show up against Connor, as I mm-hmm. did a Connor and uh, Robertson. Bet? Robertson won with Oilers to win uh, money line. No, over six and a half. I think it didn't mm-hmm. hit. Carlson and, and McDavid to both get a point is minus one eighty eight. <laughs> And for them both to get two plus points, it's plus 300. That's the one. No, they're not. Carlson's not getting two points tonight. Yeah. Yeah, because we're winning 7 2. <laughs> Yeg loyalty. We're trying to get a shit out. Well, I'm trying to get everything, Leo. <laughs> yeah, you're all over the place. You're scattered. Uh, Yeg loyalty. What's the odds on Nuge hitting 100 on the season? So he's what? 82 points? 84 points? Was he at? Yeah, he's at 84. So he so needs 16 six, and 12. 16 and 12. Oh, he's 84. Six. Okay, so one and a quarter, 1.25 points a game. Like, mm-hmm. isn't that what is averaging right now? Yeah, he is 84 and 70. What's that on? Pace a little for? bit. A little bit. Yeah, he's a little underpaced, actually. Quick math. He's on pace for what? 80. 98.4. 98.4. Radio station. That does sound like a radio station, Liam. 98.4, the Nuge. There it is. There it is. I Ted think, Nugent all the time. I could see him like realistically doing it again, just because there's some I hope he does it. He deserves it. He does. He's having he's having a good season, like spiritually, personally, and mm-hmm. scorally. Ryan said Nuge will get 93. Oh, that would be a little I'd be a little disappointed. He should change his number to 100 quick. <laughs> change it to 98. That's never, that's always worked out. For it's available. Yeah, it's open. It's right there. I would love to see someone else come in and rock that number for a little bit. Uh, let's wrap up the show with our short for giant keys to victory as Emden gets set to take on the Sharks. 7.30 puck drop tonight. Oh, Some of you were saying 8.30 in the chat. No, 7.30 puck drop between the Oilers and Sharks. The giant key is for me. Just be average, Jack. (laughs) Just be average, big man. The Oilers' offense is going to get theirs. The Sharks give up a ton of goals. The Oilers' offense can seemingly be stopped by nobody. Jack, just give up three. If you give up three, you're getting another win. 
just be average Jack Campbell. I feel like an ass even making that my giant key to victory, but he's won 17 games this year. I just <laughs> be an average sometimes. Just be average. And, Jack. and the team, I think, plays a little bit different in front of him for some reason. Like mm-hmm. we just are able to outscore those mistakes. Um, for me, my keys to victory is me and the Germans are going for a pregame donor. Oh, so that's just amazing. the key. That's just the key. Donairs lead to success. I have donair meat pies when I'm going into a stressful game and they always pull off a W. So we're going donair. Mine's going to be similar to Tyler, but I'm going to say the boys need to play for Jack tonight. Get in front of pucks, limit as many shots as you can. Make his life easy. Just make it very easy for him because this guy is... Or just score eight. Or just score eight. But this guy is clearly low on confidence right now, but we've seen what he can be when his confidence is up there. So just get in front of some pucks tonight. Yep. Fair enough. There you go. There's our Sherwood Ford giant keys to victory for this evening's game. A little smaller key to victory is get back to playing good five on five hockey. This Sharks team has actually outshot their opposition at five on five in four of their last five games. So they've been, you know, playing some loose in hockey. Their special teams is just loose right now. Yeah, their special teams is junk. So, you know, that might be an area they've allowed five goals on the PK in their last five games since March 1st. Their PK is 23rd in the NHL, tied with the Edmonton Oilers, I should add. Um, You know, their special teams aren't that good. So that's another area the Oilers could probably take advantage of. Campbell versus Reimer between the pipes. Oilers versus Sharks. Edmonton going for win number four in a row. The only game on the out-of-town scoreboard that you're going to want to watch even a little tonight Calgary taking on LA, where I think we're rooting for the Calgary Flames. Oh, big time. We want them in the playoffs. I do too. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I want to play them in the playoffs. It'd be fun. Yep. I'm with you. So there you go. That's your one out of town scoreboard game tonight. That one is an 8 30 p.m. puck drop, but the Oilers Sharks is the one you care about at 7 30 down at Rock. Is Place. Uh, Noah Gregor playing tonight? Uh, I think so. I don't know why he wouldn't. Didn't he score two goals against us last year? He did. He did. So you got more to bet on. I don't know if you can find him, but yeah, pair him up with McDavid Hattrick and uh, you're good. Playing on the third line with Nico Sturm, a German. Oh, so that's a goal. Baby in Zetterland. Yeah, the German. Yeah, there's another goal. Yeah, the Germans perform. Uh, The one guy I can't believe isn't a German, Martin Kaut. Sounds like a German name, but he's from the Czech. Kaut. Kaut. Sour. It sounds like guy has enough. Is it for the German in every game? No. No, the, the Germans have been here for. Because Ottawa. Ottawa? Yeah. Oh, no one in Dallas. No one in Dallas. But Santa, uh, Seattle have Grubauer. Yeah. So they saw the best of him on Saturday. <laughs> that Oil Kings game, they have a German on Yeah, the but team. he's hurting back home. Oh. They're, so. they're, they're excited to try to meet him, but ah, uh, he's hurting him back home. So then tonight is uh, the last goodbye. Nico Sturm. <laughs> Let's hope any relation to Marco Sturm? No, we looked that up. We looked it up on his show. Marco Sturm work for the Sharks? Works for the Kings. He's an assistant with the Kings. Ah, yeah, I know because I was like, oh, that's got to be his kid. Like, what are the odds? Someone named Sturm from just a different strand of Sturms? Maybe maybe Sturm is like Jones in Germany. Maybe thought that we could ask our German friends that he was like your Remchuk in 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 northern Alberta. There's a lot of your trucks in Winnipeg, apparently. In Winnipeg, sorry. Around you'll here, you'll never see him because how are you supposed to get there? Yeah, that's too far of a drive for me. All right, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. Uh, thanks to everyone who tuned in on the Nation Network YouTube. Hit the subscribe button before you head out from today's show. Enjoy the game tonight. You already know we're back tomorrow, noon mountain time. Talk to you then. 